0: hey there good god it's late i probably would not have <laughs> hey there good get... what are you doing up this late you know what i didn't think i was gonna have anybody on here good afternoon everybody or good evening that was a dumb thing to say so sorry yeah i'm used to doing it in the um i'm used to doing it in the evenings or in the afternoons and so i'm i'm just a little offbeat right now but Cause I got busy doing a lot of other things today, <clears throat> trying to get ready for our leadership conference and stuff like that. So got a few things to talk to you about though. I got a few things to talk to you about to try to help you out with some witchcraft and what's going on in your world with witchcraft this month. If you're inundated with witchcraft, first of all, you're probably gonna catch the replay in the morning. So for all you replay watchers, sorry I was late today. I'm always you never know. But we got a few things to talk about. <clears throat> a few things going on for the month. And I told you a little bit about it on uh last Friday. How, you know, we finished out Yom Kippur on the 5th, we went into a blood moon on the 9th, and now we're actually stepping in, uh, we went through Sukkot, and then now on the 13th, which I believe is in two days, it's the 11th today, we're going to be stepping into a 13th to the 30th day prep for All Hallows' Ween for witchcraft. So my guess, <clears throat> this is my guess, because you're already feeling everything amp up. I've already been feeling things amp up. We're seeing people act crazy, like they've lost their ever-loving minds um, because of how witchcraft impacts people's thinking. So we're seeing people act out of character. We're seeing people that would know better, normally know better, um, where they're starting to be affected by the witchcraft right now because they've gotten behind in past seasons. What do I mean by that? I'm not going to get too far into it, but it's a part of Contraction Point 2. We teach you guys about how to work through when you go through uh, April 30th, no, it's cool uh we're, we're they move through april 30th uh through september 15th and it's the part where we have to deal with um strange fire versus holy ghost fire and you have to learn how to take your thoughts captive <clears throat> while you're trying to apply and attain the mind of christ or you get behind you really really get behind in the spirit so that's what we're really seeing going on right now and so as we move through october my guess is that you're probably going to see a lot more crazy things happen that's a norm for this month and 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 i don't you know it's just part of it it's gotten worse as the years go on but the lord says as the light gets lighter the dark gets darker and so we're going to be seeing a lot of people a lot of leaders a lot of sheep that we thought we could trust a lot of people that we thought were good people we're seeing who they truly are now because their heart conditions are being exposed god said out of the heart flow the issues of life and so this is part of the conversation tonight. And I actually didn't even intend on doing a Reb. I was going to do a rev tomorrow. And then I kind of thought, you know what? I want to get this done because I should have done it today. I just ran out of time. And so I want to get on here and keep my word to you for one, but for two, because I know that there's some things that are going on right now that I need to keep you abreast of so that we can keep you moving on your way. But that's the thing for October. Good thing. But then what's actually interesting too, I picked up an old Bible tonight and I normally I'm gonna do this free flow tonight I'm totally doing this free flow so I'm hoping this is I'm hoping I do a good job I haven't done it like this in forever like about three or four years and so I'm gonna try my best to do this because this is how I used to do the revs it's just a free flow with the Holy Spirit let the Lord talk to you while I was just interpreting how I was in perceiving the word and it's interesting because I went and did my quiet time today and it's basically out of the book of Jeremiah sixteen sixteen through eighteen twenty three, through first Thessalonians four, one through five, three. And then there's the proverb and I read it one way or listened to it one way today. And I came back tonight and started reading it. And it's like, wow, this is a high level word for people who are off track. People who leaders who have gotten off track, sheep who have gotten off track. And what God is saying, because the title, I forgot what the title was. What did I title this thing Uh, tonight? It was being blotted out, being blotted out. Um, And I thought the other one thwarting the devil's plan is part of the other prophetic part of it. And so you just listen and I'll tell you how I'm perceiving it. Okay. And so it talks tonight. It's based on Jeremiah 1710. It says, I, the Lord, search all hearts and I examine secret motives. So, my guess is that it's not a guess i this is what I'm seeing actually is that we're seeing a lot of the motives of people's hearts starting to be revealed right now we're seeing it on all the mountains we're seeing it especially in government we're seeing it in church because remember judges starts start darts at the word of at the house of God, excuse me, but this is usually how the enemy starts as he starts with your heart right he starts attacking your heart and and he starts with the thinking of the mind but if you can't get you're thinking straight and you can't get your heart delivered, then you're obviously going to find that you're, you're going down a path of self-destruction. So this is what that starts off with in Jeremiah. It says, but now I'm sending for many fishermen who will catch them, says the Lord. I'm sending for hunters who will hunt them down in the mountains, hills and the caves. I'm watching them very closely and I'm seeing every sin that they're doing. They cannot hope to hide from me, says the Lord. I will double their punishment for all their sins because they have defiled my land with lifeless, lifeless images of their detestable gods and have filled my territory with their evil deeds. Now, if you know anything about where we're standing right now, we're seeing people, as, we're seeing people show up and become who they are. They can't help but hide who they are because out of the heart flow the issues of life. And so if you didn't get cleaned up in past seasons now, you can't help but start to manifest who you are. And the more pressure that's added to you through witchcraft, it's going to start bringing up, uh, that up out of you. And so for front runners, right now the Lord is trying to take you back down the ancient of ways. He's taking you back to the basics of love okay that's what he's trying to get us all back to he's bringing us back into the glory he's bringing us back into true warm unconditional love but in order to do that you've got to get deliverance i've said it a million times it's it's all about deliverance and many have been positioned in the past where you should have always been the lord's saying i'm bringing you back to your land on top of that where the enemy has tried to replace and he's tried to disgrace you in several different ways and the lord says no I'm bringing you into position now. This is what I meant for you, front runner, to be stationed in. And so where 30 years ago the devil started writing a plan for you, and it happened, he tempted you through bloodline cursings so that it got you off God's plan. How many people feel like the last 30 years have been unbelievable testings in your life? Where you just gone through test after test after test after test, Joseph. And, and it was all about, for those of you front runners who had a gift of love, some were given the gift of faith, others joy, Very every few were given the gift of love from birth, okay? And so if you have a gift of love from birth, that means God birthed himself into your vessel with you to help bring forth kingdom, to help bring forth the glory so that he could finish his story. So it's not about man's story. It's about God's story. But the problem is, is we have a lot of different people now who haven't gotten cleaned up. So they're trying to bird their own story through witchcraft, through religion, through their own plans. And we've got a bunch of arrogant dead men's bones out there. And what do you say? Whitewashed sepulchers. And they're all teaming up with witchcraft against the true front runners, And so what they're trying to do is trying to cram their religion down the throats of the people who are truly trying to serve the Lord and they're trying to justify their sin in the process which is what I believe Jeremiah was talking about here so this is also partially why so many hearts are sick they're sick in the way that they they perceive life and to them if you've been in church all your life this is something else that a lot of people don't understand America was once a nation where you saw a lot more Christians than you saw unbelievers I don't know about you but I'm, I'm 57 are fixing to be 57, 56. But I, for me, I remember 30, 40 years ago when you very rarely ever saw an unbeliever. And so going to church then was the mode of op for most Americans. And when we were learning and growing, that was our normal. That was our normal in the church. But the problem is the church, even back then, never dealt with the things that we're dealing with now. They never dealt with the witchcraft. They never had to deal with all the crazy trained behavior that we're now seeing in society. And so the church basically found themselves in a quagmire, to me. They found themselves in a quagmire because now the church has gotten, a lot of churches, 85% to me, have gotten left behind because we also had shepherds who didn't as things did start changing, the shepherds didn't want to upset the flock they didn't want to mess up their pocketbooks they didn't want to upset the or rock the boat kind of a thing and god's like no i wanted you to rock the boat i want you to lead them into all freedom i wanted you to help them get free so they could become transformed so they would be ready for the times that god was preparing right now so we're seeing this message come about and i don't know a lot of you if you if you follow radiant israel it's on uh, facebook um they're releasing words right now and the lord's giving me words about uh the shepherds how god is bringing down some shepherds he's exposing motives because a lot of shepherds have been trying to push their pocketbook they're in the ministry for money they've been in ministry for money for a long time well i have news for everybody out there if you're in ministry for money you're in it for the wrong deal you should be in it for hearts trying to transform hearts and so god is He's cleaning up the church right judgment starts at the house of god first would you not agree so um god is demanding now as judgment is here we're seeing it everybody thinks it's going to show up on the government round first no it's starting in the house of god first and he's cleaning up leadership and so they're getting ticked off now because they're getting called out and you know i just received a word the other day from another prophet a prophetess and she said you know What's really, really sad about that because I was sharing what the Lord was sharing with me and she was like, well, they're going to feel really stupid when God starts calling them out by name because he sent the prophets in. Now, he's sending in major prophets. I don't know about you if you've heard uh Kent Christmas now. He was used about two weeks ago for that. And then he's showing ready in Israel. He's showing me he's showing this other woman this and and God means what he says. He says what he means and he means what he said. So it's all about motive in this hour your heart will either help you progress or you will digress and this is where we pick up our conversation i think within the book of jeremiah so the lord says you're my strength he said lord's tang or this jeremiah saying excuse me he's saying lord you're my strength in my fortress and my refuge in the day of trouble nations from around the world would come to you and say our ancestors left us a foolish heritage Well, they didn't respect the word of God. That's what that tells me there, too. And for they worshipped worthless idols. But can people make their own gods? These are not real gods at all. The Lord says, but now I will show them my power. Now I will show them my might. And at last they will know and understand that I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord. And so there's a lot of people in this hour, and this stuck out to me today. Hey, Janet Doth, House, California. A lot of people are saying this hour that some of the wicked are so defiled by witchcraft that they're actually, they actually think that their newfound thinking and their sinful behaviors should be obeyed. We're seeing this in a lot of churches right now. We're seeing this in government. We're seeing this at, on in the news. We're seeing this everywhere where people are trying to make a God out of their perverse thinking out of their witchcraft thinking because they didn't choose to get cleaned up they've chosen to walk their own way and because you're with yourself 24 7 and this is why I'm gonna tell you too Um, this is why you need strong mentors and accountability around you in this hour People that are truth friends, not yes men, truthful friends. Because greater are, are more blessed are the wounds of a friend than the wounds of an enemy. And God told me that, believe it or not, about mm, 25 years ago. 25 years ago, I know you are shocked to catch me on live at this late hour. You know why? <laughs> because I have to get ready for that leadership conference. So I'm trying to get a jump on everything for tomorrow. We're going to be. Just to tell you not to interrupt my teaching tonight, we're going to be at the beach this weekend. We're going to be broadcasting live if you want to join me uh, on Friday for the 15 minute rev. So that's why I'm busy today. I had to get on late, I'm packing, getting all the stuff ready for our teams to go down there. And so it's a lot of stuff going on, but back to you. What was I saying? So we have a lot of people that are caught up in a lot of perverse thinking. And just because you're with yourselves 24 seven, doesn't mean you're in your right mind. I've got news for you. I, I don't care what people think. I've got it in my family. And God, I love my family. But I see people that once used to know love and they they knew the truth. And it's I'm not going to pick on my family. I'm seeing it in big churches right now, big leaders. I never dreamed in a million years I'd see this. But we're seeing it right now. Where people think they're actually okay. They think that they are just they think that they are righteous but when reality they're really self-righteous they think that they're more holy than other people because they've sat underneath that apparatus of religion for years remember i told you a lot of people sat in churches for years but the church wasn't growing so they developed this apparatus over it this spirit of religion over it, this tomb of dead men's bones where now we've got a whole 85 percent of the body and they're like, what do I do? What do? How do I deal with this level of warfare we're dealing with right now? Because the darkness is getting darker and the light's getting lighter. So we've got a perverse generation. And we've got it on all levels right now. And so better are the wounds of a friend than the wounds of an enemy where people come in and they're like, hey, you got to clean that up. That's not the truth. How can you justify the motives of your heart? And God sees you realize your sins are written on your heart. You think you're getting away with things. And God's like, I'm all up in your mix, big dog. I'm all up in your mix. And just because you don't like my messengers, the Lord says, then you try to tell God how to run his kingdom. And you're like, no, you got to obey what I say, because if, I, if you don't obey what I say, then that means I'm going to have to look at myself and look at my own perverse thinking. And God's like, no, 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 it's, it started a long time ago, actually. I started in on you a long time ago, and I've been watching you, and I've been monitoring your thinking, and, and I'm sent in the hunters now to hunt you. So, this is where we're at. God's like a lot of you have made idols of yourself. And, and this is the sin of Judah, by the way. It's inscribed with an iron chisel engraved with a diamond point on their stony hearts. I just can't believe that was just right there. I didn't know it was there. just i just say that to you your sin is written on your heart so you can never get away from it so those of you who try to use the courts of heaven you try to go in there and you try to manipulate god and thinking god's gonna side with you oh i'm a leader i've done this for so long i've served you for so long and god said well what about your sin what about that log in your eye that you refuse to deal with you hypocrite and then you try to come in and say i am so holy i'm so lord saying no i'm exposing you're in holiness, you tomb of dead men's bones. You're no, you're not a holy individual. But in fact, you're one of those people that I would say, Lord, Lord, depart from me. You're, he's going to be the ones that's going to. You're going to be ones, ones that he's going to say, depart from me. I don't know you, you perverse generation, you people who have chosen to do what's right in your own eyes. You call right wrong and wrong right. You serve the Lord for money. You try to make money off the backs of innocent sheep. And then you think God's just going to go along with your plan. So let's move on to the next statement of scripture. Does even their children go to worship at their pagan altars? Asher beneath every green tree and on every high hill. And so I'll hand over my holy mountain, along with all your wealth and your treasures and your pagan shrines and as plunder to your enemies. For sin runs rampant in your land. This wonderful possession I've reserved for you will slip from your hands. I'll tell your enemies to take you as captive to a foreign land for my anger blazes like a fire that will burn forever. This is amazing to me. So the wicked, in church or not, this apparently means this is what their brand of love is, are so desperate to prove that their brand of righteousness is right because their pride has blinded their ability to admit their own fault. Sylvia Cole, what's going on? It's good afternoon. You know what? Or oh, good evening. Excuse me, I've lost my mind. <laughs> Break that in Jesus' name. I-, I had a lot to do today. I got on late, but it's good to see. You. So anyway, they've been blinded to their own pride. And the Lord showed us on Friday that they were so blinded, they were in so deep, they couldn't backtrack. So now this is just God turning the page again. I'm giving another format. I've got my Bible in front of me. Look at my Bible, my one-year Bible. I'm reading to you from the one-year Bible. So if, if you want to go read, go read today's message. It's October 11th. It's October 11th. I'm, I'm not crazy. I didn't make this stuff up. This is, I just read to you what it says today. So it's not like I'm out here making a personal vendetta of anything. I'm just telling you what the Lord's saying to you today. So the conversation's carrying forward now. So let's move forward. Pardon me. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. See, some of these people are so caught up in their own sin, they don't even know how deeply entrenched in it they are. They're so caught up in perverse thinking, they don't even know how deeply entrenched they are. So to them, because you're with yourself 24-7, these people are with themselves Every day, day in day out, perception is reality. So, unless they've been getting cleaned up, where they would have brought, been brought into all truth, and they would have seen the error of their ways, they would have been able to acknowledge the true motives of their heart. They would have been able to get cleaned up. God could have preserved them, but now He's saying, "No, I can't. You've gone. You've gone too far." So they're like stunted shrubs in the desert, with no hope for the future. They will live in barren in the building, barren wilderness, in an uninhabited, salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and who've made the Lord their hope and confidence. I'll, let me transcribe that for you in my language. Blessed are those who go, have gotten back to the basics of love. Blessed are those who can acknowledge their own shortcomings. Blessed are those who can get honest with themselves blessed are those who will even though they don't like the truth when it comes at them they're able to humble themselves before a holy god and say you know what god i screwed up blessed are those leaders blessed are those sheep because i'm telling you the blessing and the grace that you think that you've been riding on this whole time that you think just because it hasn't happened yet it's not going to happen to me is about to run out I'm hoping that you are one of those blessed of those people. But blessed are those who have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They're like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat. They're not worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Blessed are those. Why do you think everybody's chasing after you right now? why do you think everybody wants what you have because the Lord has departed from their vessels if they aren't blessed or are those. for the people who have gotten stagnant they've gotten caught underneath this apparatus of religion I told you this was gonna happen a year and a half ago the Lord told me he had me tell you if you do not get delivered if you stay where it's familiar if you stay where you're comfortable if you keep doing the same things in this all in this wine skin, And don't let him transform your wineskin by giving you a new heart and coming into deeper levels of love, which come through deliverance. You're going to find yourself very quickly without firepower. Has this not happened? Has this not happened? So you can't get angry at me, those of you who sit behind your computer screens on replays and say, who does she think she is? She's such such an ass. I'll just say it for you. I don't care. Swipe on. I don't. I'm just being honest. You you can't get mad at me if I'm telling you the truth and you've denied the truth. Who are you to blame somebody else and keep projecting your own garbage onto people who are trying to help you? Don't kill the messenger. If you were smart, see like these people over here who are over here. They're constantly on. I can't believe you're on at 11 o'clock at night. It's amazing to me. But you would have heeded the word, and you would. I mean. To me, when I heard this, when I saw what God was doing, so I started saying, hey God, if there's any unclean thing in me, our teams immediately started going through tons of deliverance ministry. A constant, not just a little dabble, do you constant deliverance ministry. So don't tell me he's not about cleaning house right now. He is cleaning house. He's doing a thorough house cleaning. And the reason is, is this. Because the human heart is the most deceitful things above all, and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due reward, and according to what their deeds, their actions, their words deserve. Are you operating in the courts of heaven in the wrong motives? See, and are you listening to deceitful spirits? Because if your bloodline hasn't gotten cleaned up, that means you're listening to two voices and you're you're not learning to test the spirit. First John four three. So I always teach our teams. Don't just believe the first voice that shows up in your ear. Don't do that. I would test it with first John four three saying spirit that's given me this thought. Do you believe Jesus Christ came in the form of a man died on a cross rose from the dead in three days and that Jesus is God. So ride right along the Holy Spirit. I'll follow you here. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit. I'm free flowing. So. I told our teams this today, when you are in a season, and it's the same as it's within C2. C2 is the most difficult time of the year because you've got strange fire coming at you. And I'll put my hands up there if you can see my hands. Strange fire with holy ghost fire. Okay. So you've got a choice. You've got a choice when you have witchcraft come at you through other people. Because it's usually a test. where, And you have thoughts come at you. And you're not really sure if it's God or not. You've got a choice. So you can either test the Spirit, you can bind it, or you can seek counsel with people who hopefully hear the Lord a little bit better than you do. And you can bind the spirits there, or you can let God unfold a thing where He proves Himself and He confirms Himself in twos or more. Most people these days want instant answers. But I'm telling you, in this particular place that we're now standing, and I knew this was going to happen in October. I just because October is a heavy duty warfare month for Halloween and all that kind of stuff. But the witchcraft is through the roof right now, like probably higher than it was in C2. And I told our teams this. So I don't do a whole lot of prophesying during this month because of that one reason. But when I'm trying to seek the Lord out, I'm going to be seeking the Lord out through many resources to make sure I'm hearing correctly. Because I know God confirms Himself in twos or more which is what he's already done three times today with this exact message. These are my notes from my Bible, if you want to see my notes. I write all over my Bible, but, you know, it's interesting to me. When God wants to drive his message home, he says, you know, he'll tell you exactly what he wants to say, but you can make up your own way. You can make up your own mind about how you want to hear the truth, but it's not going to change the divine you understand God says I never change nor has my word or my ways so those of you who are trying to approach the lord with your witchcraft thinking and your wrong motives the lord says you're losing grace time is at it time's coming to an end for you because i'm getting ready to expose you god is getting ready to put you on display for the whole world to see exactly who you are unless you and he agree and unfortunately we don't get our way we don't always get our way in the in the things that God has us do in life we don't if God hasn't called you to a thing he's not gonna walk you through it you're gonna lose power So you got to make sure you're staying in line with them so here we go like a parches that hatches eggs she is not laid so are those who get their wealth by unjust means I don't know how much more clear God needs to be here at midlife they'll lose their riches and in the end they will become poor old fools but we worship at your throne eternal high and glorious O lord the hope of israel all who turn away from you will be disgraced even if subtly that's why you don't rely on man you seek the lord out yourself for those of you who have a habit i'm not just trying to going on and on here but I do want to say this for those of you who have a habit of going to church and you just receive the words of your leaders and you're not seeking the Lord yourself be careful be careful witchcraft is hot right now if you don't have your own relationship established with him there's a problem with that because what you're studying should be aligning alongside of what these leaders that you're following are saying if their words aren't aligning with what God is showing you somebody's off somebody's off and there's only one voice on the mountain by the way not yours you're not the king of your own mountain or queen of your own mountain it's his you should be following my sheep know my voice and they only follow after me so here we go oh lord the hope of israel all who turn away from you will be disgraced they will be buried in the dust of the earth for they have abandoned the lord the fountain of living water They've gotten dependent on man. They've gotten dependent on their own ways. And the Lord, if you heal me, I'll be truly healed. If you save me, I'll be truly saved. My praises are for you alone. People scoff at me. This is Jeremiah and say, "What is this message from the Lord you talk about? Why don't your predictions come true?" That's no, not Jeremiah. I take that back. For, pardon me. My praises for, are for you alone. People scoff at me and say. What is this message from the Lord you talk about? Why don't your predictions come true? Lord, I have not abandoned my job as shepherd for your people. Woo! I didn't read the rest of that. I apologize. I should have read all the way through that first. So to me, that's saying he's talking to shepherds, first of all, obviously. But their words aren't coming to pass anymore. They're, they're getting off. They're getting off in their own thinking, in their own spirit. They're not listening to the spirit of the living God he says have i not urged you to send disaster you have heard everything i've said lord don't terrorize me you alone are my hope in the day of disaster bring shame and dismay on all who persecute me but don't let me experience shame and dismay bring a day of terror on them yes bring double destruction upon them and this is what the lord said to him, to me i'm going to say this is possibly jeremiah go and stand at the gates of jerusalem First in the gate where the king goes in and out, and then in each of the other gates, and say to all the people, listen to this message of the Lord. You kings of Judah, you leaders, all you people of Judah and everyone living in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. Listen to my warning stop carrying on your trade at jerusalem's gates hello those of you who operate in the courts of heaven and make illegal trades or make illegal court actions is what i think that pertains to do not do your work on the sabbath but make it a holy day i gave this command to your ancestors but they did not listen and obey they stubbornly refused to pay attention to accept my discipline but if you listen to me says the lord and do not carry on on your trade at the gates, or work on the Sabbath and keep it holy. Then kings and their officials will go in and out of these gates forever, and there will always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. Now, to the religious mind, I'm going to ha- I'm going to hammer down on you guys. The religious mind, the religious mind is going to say, "Oh, that's not me. That's not me because it's not because they're such nitpicky fools." they are the nitpicky fools where they have to they think that if it doesn't say exactly exactly what they think the word should say then they they just throw it away they're like no I can't be God or she read it wrong their whole thing will be oh she read it wrong well then you go read it yourself go read it yourself and matter of fact I would encourage some of you while you're trying to read it yourself I would go encourage you to go get a truth prophet and let a truth prophet interpret it for you Since some of you choose to be blind to your own motives and blind to your own hearts God's trying to sell you, I've told you your trading is wrong. It's not just about trading on the Sabbath. It's not just about, you know, being in the gates of God. Because if you know anything about time, if you know anything about the gates, the inner wheel or the outer wheel, you have 12 outer court gates. You have seven inner court gates. So there's a lot of trades that go on in those gates. But that's not really what God is saying, if you really get honest with yourself. Hello, Connie Hernandez. How How are you doing tonight? Um, To me, what God is saying is, what are you trading off in your heart for the truth? What are you trading off in your heart for the truth? That's what I'm going to present to you right now. Are you trading off your pride? Are you trying to get away from your pride? Or are you trying to be a yes man and a good old boy or a good old girl kind of a thing to your buddies so that you don't look like you have egg on your face what are you trading are you compromising the truth so that you don't have to tell somebody else what god's really saying are you compromising the truth hoping that god doesn't take notice of your lack of discipline your lack of acknowledgement in what god is really saying this is interesting this is really, really imperative right now with where we're standing. It's not my Mazaroff athlete, Chris Carter. You to go check out Chris Carter. He did the study on the Mazaroff. He's my buddy. I want to get a science for some. But he, he's been a phenomenal help to our front running abilities here. So in this season, God is telling you the reason why his spirit has had to withdraw it's because you refuse to walk in truth you've made up your own truth as you've gone along because you've made up your mind what you want to do despite what God has told you to do you know what the words of the prophets have been saying and yet you to continue to go your own way trying to usurp his authority which is fixing to get you judged you're fixing to lose a lot of you everything fixing some of your fixing to lose your lives and you don't believe me let me read Deuteronomy 17 i just want to read this for you real quick i'll look it up online real quick here uh deuteronomy 17. hold on just give me one second 17 12 through 13. i want to read this verbatim so for these people who are presumptuous and they think that they know more than god especially if you've heard the word of the prophet this is what it states deuteronomy 17 12 through 13. look it up yourself anyone who acts presumptuously and does not obey the priest the prophet or judge who officiates there in the ministry of the lord your god shall die do i need to be more clear let me read it again for you in case you missed it anyone who acts presumptuously presumptuously and, and acts like i'm going to say this laban's term for you who thinks that they know more than god and you've heard the word of the prophet the priest or judge who officiates in your midst or in the ministry that you've attended, and you know it's the word of the Lord, that person shall die. Because right now, God's saying, I've told you what I'm gonna do, I've told you how I want you to go, and you've chosen to do what you want to do, despite what I've told you what I'm gonna do. So, this is what Ecclesiastes 6:10 says. For those of you who are questioning God's words right now you and wondering oh is she really hitting it or missing it let me just drive it even further home for you Ecclesiastes 610 states everything's been decided from the beginning of time let me just write this down I want to read this verbatim for some of you Six, because I have a lot of religious people on here come back and saying what does that mean this is what it says whatever exists has already been named and what humanity is has been known no one can contend with someone who is stronger Let me give you another version, New Living Translation. Everything has already been decided. It was known long ago what each person would be. So there's no use in arguing with God about your destiny. That's the next one. So is any other one, Lord? Do you want me to read today? Do you want me to read anything else? That's it for now. If another one comes up, I'll read another one. So. I think he's making his point very, very clear. So when we decide to go our own way and we decide to do what's right in our own eyes, calling right wrong and wrong right, don't you think like in Jeremiah's day that you're getting a little bit of God's attention? It's where basically where people try to justify their own evil sins, where it's a true indicator when God's pulled away. And let me tell you this. I looked at one of these big leaders today online. and I used to watch him. And it's the first time ever I felt flatness there there was no spirit there no spirit of God nothing and so these people now are coming at people who are trying to tell them the truth and they're getting angry they're getting scared anger is a symptom of fear and to what that I'd have to say what are you afraid of what are you afraid of that I'm right That I'm not trying to be right I'm just telling you what he's saying you can go read it for yourself but there was no spirit there God's spirit is already withdrawn so the process has already been activated and now they're getting everybody else involved in their sin to pick up their offenses because to them jezebel it's a jezebel ahab spirit if you know anything about jezebel jezebel if it doesn't get its way it will go pit other people against the person that's trying to control to try to force it into submission and god's like you're not forcing any of my people into submission because my true people who are running hard after me with the heart of david won't submit to any other god but me let's get back into the message that's part of the message we're doing pretty good on time but if you obey me says the lord and do not carry on your trade at the gates or work on the sabbath we've already studied that then kings and officials will come in and out of your gates forever there will be Descendant, there'll always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. Meaning, there will always be somebody here who loves. Hey, how are you doing, Elida? So, there will always be a descendant of love on the throne here. And kings and their officials will always ride in and out among the people of Judah in chariots and on horses, and this city will remain forever. Pretty saying. And from all around Jerusalem, from the towns of Judea, and Benjamin, from the western foothills, and the hill country, and the Negev. The people will come with their burnt offerings and sacrifices. They will bring their grain offerings, frankincense, and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. But listen to this. But if you refuse to listen to me, if you do not listen to me and refuse to keep the Sabbath now, if you don't keep the truth holy, what God says is truth, and if... On the Sabbath day, you bring loads of merchandise, meaning you're doing what's right in your own eyes. Um, through the gates of Jerusalem, just as on the other days, you're making your with the things that God is saying is holy, unholy is basically what He's saying. And and then I will set fire to these gates. He's gonna burn your house down, man. Um, the fire will spread to the palaces, and no one will be able to put out the roaring flames. Woo woo woo. And So this is basically what God, what God is doing this hour to me. And I told you this would happen too. And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to say, I told you so, nothing like that. I told you that as the darkness gets darker and the light gets lighter, because it says even in the end times, even the elect will become deceived. So God is doing a further separating of the goats and the sheep. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? And so, I don't know about you, but if you're feeling like I'm feeling, I'm seeing this go on, and I'm like, "Am I?" And I'm having to go whoa, 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 with my eyes, you know, because I'm just like, "Am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Is this really happening? Am I living during these times where I'm seeing the the words of the Bible come to life, and we're seeing God do exactly everything that He said would happen is happening? Where even the elect are becoming deceives, people that we thought we could trust, people that we thought would always stay true to God." And now here we are, we're watching wrong motives. We're seeing, you cannot hide your sin, people. Your sin will find you out. Why do you think God told us to get delivered? Why do you think he said that? You think he said it to hear himself talk? Here's another message from the Lord. Because the first one is about God crushing a vessel. The Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, go down to the potter's shop and I'll speak to you there. So I did as he told me to do, and I found the potter working at his will. But the jar he was making did not turn out as he'd hoped, and so he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started all over. And then God gave me this message. Oh, Israel, I cannot, or excuse me, Oh, Israel, can I not do to you as this potter has done to this clay? And about right now, this is me as a prophet. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't want to be crushed any more than I've already been crushed. I feel like the last 30 years, I think we've already been through the ringer and we have gone through some crushing. Do you not agree? If you're a front runner and you're a Joseph. So, for those of us who've already been through the fire and we've spent the last 30 years in the fire, I'm going to be doing everything he's telling me to do. For one, because I don't want to get left behind. But for two, because I don't want to pick somebody else. But for three, because I don't want to go through any more crushing. It's a lot more easy if you just work with the man. Just work with him. Quit trying to make up the rules as you go along. That's where he's trying to bring us into. He's trying to bring us into this place where we quit trying to make excuses for our hard conditions and we actually obey to make it easier. So we just continue moving from faith to faith and glory to glory. And this is where he's picking up in this story. He's saying the clay, this clay is in the potter's hands so are you in my hand and if i announce that a certain nation or kingdom was to be destroyed or uprooted then that nation and then that nation renounces its evil ways i won't destroy it as i had planned but if i announce that i will plant and build up a certain nation or kingdom but that nation turns to evil and refuses to obey me i will not bless it as i said i would have and he'll have no choice but to destroy it So he's trying to get people to align so he can take you in to deeper and greener pastures and there's another do i have that there i have it on that lord i don't think i put it down i'll try to remember this as best i can holy spirit um i was reading it the same passage earlier today and i've read two versions of it but the earlier version was talking about had the people who had gotten stiff-necked and gotten stubborn and stuck in their own ways and full of pride listened god would have blessed them he would have brought them out and through out of the old and into the new but instead they thought they knew more than god and they were determined basically they're basically shaking their fist at god saying we know more than you and when you act that way to a holy god god's like i don't have any other choice but to replace you into destroy you because you think that you're God instead of me that's what he's saying you think that you're God and you don't have to listen to anybody you have set your own face against me so this is becoming really really serious is what we're seeing in today's times therefore he's told Jeremiah go and warn Judah and Jerusalem and say to them this is what the Lord says I'm planning disaster for you instead of for good so turn from your evil ways, each of you, and do what's right. But the people replied, don't waste your breath. We're going to continue to live as we want, stubbornly following our own evil desires. So this is what the Lord said. See, so you, you respond and react. It's, what do they call it? Every action has a reaction. Thank you, God. So this is what the Lord says. Has anyone ever heard of such a thing? Even in the pagan nations. My virgin daughter Israel has done something terrible does the snow ever disappear from the mountaintops of Lebanon do the cold streams flowing from those distant mountains ever run dry but my people are not so reliable for they have deserted me they burn incense to worthless idols they have stumbled off the ancient pathways and walked into muddy pathways. Therefore, the land will become desolate, a monument to their stupidity. And all who pass by will be astonished and shake their heads in amazement. I will scatter my people before their enemies as the east wind scatters dust. In all their trouble, I will turn my back on them and refuse to notice their distress and this is basically to me the religious people that hate the prophets or the truth prophets and it's basically people that are evil repaying evil for good you don't ever do that you don't ever repay evil for goodness you don't do that to people especially when they hate the truth or the prophets speaking it Lord's saying don't be afraid to speak the truth in this hour you stand but then the people said oh come on let's plot a way to stop Jeremiah let's pull out a way to stop the prophet they got to shut him down we have plenty of priests and wise men and prophets we don't need him to teach the word and give us advice and prophecies let's spread rumors about him and ignore what he says let's do what's right in our own eyes and here's jeremiah he said lord hear me and help me listen to what my enemies are saying should they repay evil for good they've dug a pit to kill me Though I pleaded for them and tried to protect them from your anger. So let their children starve. Let them die by the sword. <laughs> that was a, a about, about face. <laughs> That's like, did you one of these guys on one of my Facebook pages and I wanna find it? He's saying he was talking about King David and how King David was like, Lord, I love to sing of all your mercies, your mercies and your, I don't know what he was saying, but something very loving and, and then he comes in the same stance and he said kill them lord and do this and that's what i feel like he's saying right here like so let all their children starve and let them die by the sword let their wives become childish widows let their old men die in a plague and let their young men be killed in battle let screaming be heard from their homes as warriors come suddenly upon them they've dug a pit for me and have hidden traps along my path and lord you know all about their murderous plots against me don't forgive their crimes and blot out their sins let them die before you. Deal with them in your anger. That's pretty terse. <laughs> Which brings me, we're doing pretty good. We'll run all through this as far as I can. This, First Thessalonians 4, 1 through 5, 3. Let's talk about Paul. This finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. Basically, don't live according to your own. <laughs> sins or to your own ways you live this way already and we encourage you to do so even more For you remember what we've taught you by the authority of the Lord Jesus pardon me God's will is for you to be holy so stay away from all sexual sin and then each one of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor not in lustful passion like the pagans nor those that don't know the Lord in his ways never harm or cheat a fellow believer in this matter by violating his wife, for the Lord avenges such sins. We have solemnly warned you before, and God has called us to live holy lives. I, I'm not going to go too far into that because I believe it's it's kind of self-explanatory, but God wants us to use our vessels for holy living and loving, not for evil. He doesn't want you living and doing what's right in your own eyes, because that gets us into trouble. It gets us off the pathway away from righteousness and truth. And when you continue on doing what's right in your own eyes, I okay, think I'm gonna wrap this up. When you do what's right in your own eyes, it starts off small. This is how the devil is. It's like going to Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas, but I've only been once. But it's like going to Las Vegas. You go into Las Vegas and you get caught up in all the glitter of it all. And then you start if you hang around long enough, like I was there for three days the first time I went, and and I only went once actually. But when I went like the second day I was there because you can go see so much lights and it's just at some point it's very very overwhelming and then by the second day for some reason it's like your eyes are open and you start seeing the underbelly part of Las Vegas and you start seeing that that side that you just couldn't see at the beginning and you start seeing how you can get entrenched in this stuff and and when i was there actually we were playing one of my friends was playing blackjack and i'm not a big gambler i, I played a few slots but I, I don't like losing money i don't like um wasting money i don't like i like to have something to show is what i'm trying to say and so i've never been a big gambler because of that but my friend likes to play blackjack and they're really really good and this man came over to the table and he started talking to her and he was like well, you gotta know when to stop. You gotta, you gamble so much. And then you gotta know when to stop. And so he was helping her. And I'm watching this guy kind of weasel in on my friend. And I'm like, eh, I get a bad vibe there. And so I'm starting to kind of come back over. And I'm like, you know what? Um, We gotta go. We gotta go. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna teach you how to gamble. And then he's got this long other ploy that starts coming in. But my point in telling you all this, everything that glitters is not gold. And you start seeing yourself become entrenched in something the longer you stay there the longer you stay there and so if you keep going forward in some of your decision making and you don't make yourself stop and heed the word of the lord it doesn't matter who you are i don't care if you're superman i don't care if you're joe blow i don't care how long you've been in ministry i don't care god is true to himself he does not deny himself he has to judge you so, I'm going to leave you with that today. I know I'm bringing some heavy words the last three times, but this is the word the Lord's been giving me for this hour because of the condition of the body. But I brought you tonight, I brought you the word. I hope you're encouraged. Um, I think it is important to stay close to the Lord in this hour because honor, stay close to the Lord in honor. Let me rephrase that. Stay close to the Lord in honor because honor is the language of heaven. If you want people to know who you are, do what's right, not what's right in your own eyes. Do what he says is right, not what you feel like doing, what he says is right. And sometimes doing the right thing costs you things. They cost you relationships, they can cost you a job, they can cost you. It, it costs to stand up for Christ. I just, but God will bless you by further than anything any man could ever give you. Trust me. So I'll leave you with that, guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Don't forget, on Friday, we're going to be in, at the beach. We'll be doing the 15-minute rev, rev in the beach on Friday live. So I want you to join us there. And uh, if maybe we, we can encourage you to and help you to get on about your weekend and help you to have a better week, but also help you to stay true to God and on the pathway that he's got you on. But don't compromise don't get caught up in this stuff do pay attention to who you're listening to i want to say this be be attentive to who you're listening to if what they're preaching doesn't align with truth hey connie frank if what they're preaching doesn't align with truth get away get away because we're seeing things in these days that i never dreamed that i would see so anyway have a blessed night guys thanks for joining me tonight and i'll look forward to seeing you on friday at the beach and Know that I love you. See you then. Bye-bye.